0: Well, hello, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee, Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends <laughs> like my friend, Dr. Andy. Well, we don't let friends feed kibble. How are you on this Monday morning, Dr. Andy?
1: It's a Monday morning. I'm doing well. How you about know, you?
0: it comes Showing every week. Off,
1: it does. Showing off German Shepherds on.
0: Yeah, I, I have these really cute cards. Aren't those cute? Super cute. I, and uh I've got this German Shepherd sitting on a on a uh I don't know what kind of car. And then I've got old car. Know, yeah. i I I find these really cute uh happy birthday cards for folks with dogs My on them.
1: F- first thought was how'd they get the dog up there without it scraping the paint job? But
0: right, know. right? It's probably superimposed. Mm, probably. Yes, yes. Nothing's real anymore. I'm telling you what. Everything is getting crazy. You know, what was I reading today that the, was it, the CDC, Pfizer, okay, so Pfizer in their study about adverse reactions to the vaccine, they only um, looked at 23 people before they gave their like, oh, it's so safe and effective. Yeah, so nothing's really.
1: It's not even a size of a classroom.
0: Yeah. I'm just like billions of people, all of the, all of this stuff is coming out. And yet was it all men? I don't know. I didn't read that far because
1: most of the pharmaceutical studies are only done on men anyway. Why? Because we're too complicated. Women are too complicated and our cycles are complicated and our hormones are more complicated. So they just want it easy. So pretty much every medication is just studied on men. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't like any of them. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't well,
1: like no. but that's even more fascinating, right? They don't even want to include us because, because men work on a 24 hour cycle, right? And then they have testosterone that drops and that's about it. Right. Mm-hmm. We have a 24 cycle and a lunar cycle, 28 days. And then that's if it's working properly. And then we just mess up all the data. So they
0: just exclude us.
1: But they give us the pills anyway. <laughs> right.
0: Hey, so do dogs, you think that dogs or the, well, the female dogs obviously go into heat, right? hmm Do you think that they get cramps and get crabby <laughs> like females, no, like no, human male males? I do.
1: I do. I, some get super lovey and cuddly. Some get cranky. Yeah. So, Haven't so, you noticed?
0: Well, you yes, notice? I have noticed with Lazzie when she goes into heat, she starts eating my furry pillows, <laughs> tearing them apart, right? And so she gets really aggressive mm-hmm. uh, during that heat cycle, right? So we have a lot of um, hide rugs. Mm-hmm. And listen, there was one time I had like three hides that I was trying to decide, mm-hmm. which- Uh-oh worked in my house yes. and i had laid them over a chair well she decided that she was going to be in that little mood and she chomped on all three of them so i had to keep all three of them oh, yeah so i'm hide rich I'm hides.
1: we have quite a bit of hides around here too nobody's eaten them though thank god yeah um but yeah there's that there's um With chiropractic, they also release hormones that makes all their ligaments lax like we do. Um, And so adjustments with cycles and or pre and post pregnancies, always a great idea. But yeah, there's a lot that goes on that I think we also discount in female dogs too.
0: So I was, I was kind of wondering if that your go-to, which has Arnica Mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah, I thought why not? why not it's it's it you know blasi's kind of in a mood and Mm -hmm. in her cycle and she's more aggressive she's more likely going to be very mouthy or like charge somebody you know run up Mm -hmm. to the 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 street so i think that your go-to right that spray that we have your go-to with arnica and um there's one of the aconite yes yeah Seems like that would really help.
1: I think so. I don't have any unaltered females in my house, but you'll have to let us know.
0: But they are called bitches for a reason, folks.
1: Oh, oh.
0: (laughs) Where did that name? Do we have any idea where that name came from? I have no idea, but
1: I, my... Show dog people will talk about how they're like maybe out to dinner after a show. And they just throw that word around left and right. If you're ever around people that have intact females, they just throw that. And, you know, the looks they would get from other tables and everything. That is a word that is very commonly used when you have an unaltered female. That's what they're called.
0: I wanted to ask you again, because I was looking at this German shepherd and he had really long legs right and so i wanted to know was he intact or not intact and really how soon did mm-hmm. they you know take the balls away and yes. so so i want to ask you again on that issue if the dog is neutered too early correct um the legs keep growing not okay. get short Exactly. It's almost probably the
1: opposite of what you would think. Because the body runs on feedback mechanisms. You know, this hormone shuts this off or turns this on. So if they're neutered or spayed early, let's say you have a German shepherd um, that was neutered at eight weeks as a puppy before it went out to through a rescue. Because we all know why rescues do this, because unfortunately a lot of people can't be trusted. But um, they're going to keep growing. Those bones are going to keep growing because they don't have the hormones to turn off the bone growth. So the bones grow longer and that stretches the tendons and ligaments that are attached to them, which then predisposes them to a possible CCL tear later in life, especially if they're kibble fed.
0: Yeah, that makes so much sense.
1: Mm -hmm. So you're really tall dogs most likely got altered very early
0: okay um, a lot so of your
1: veterinarians are still recommending seven months i mean german why? shepherds new great danes those that's still early for them I, that would make me nervous but i don't know I, why I, really, I, I don't know where that number came from I, I it seems mildly random to me i don't know
0: a lot of things seem random. You know, you and I were talking about this prior to the podcast that one of the things that I love about being involved with Dr. Cowan's group, and you can go in and ask him, you know, if you're, you're a member of his, um, subscribe star on Thursdays, you can go in and ask him questions, right? And so I love asking him questions mm-hmm. and there's all types of questions. And I always, he knows, you know, cause we send him food for his cats. And and so I'd love to hear what he has to say. So I was asking him about fecals, right? Fecals, because mm-hmm. people go and get fecals and then they say, oh, my dog has clostridium or, oh, my dog yeah. has salmonella. And it's like, well, those are naturally occurring. But what yep. Dr. Cowan said, he said, look, the question that you have to ask is, Is there really a study of which they would have isolated that so-called bacteria, right? Salmonella, E. coli, whatever. Purified it without changing its structure by putting in uh, antibiotics and colorants and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But taking that particular strain, that particular load, and then putting it in a dog who is not sick to see if they get sick or see if they have problems and do that over and over and over again. He said, that's really the only question. That's the only question because other than that, it's an assumption. We're assuming that this caused that, or that is this. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was, that was, or uh, that even needs to be treated. Right. Right. And so, did how I, many fecals have you run on myself not yourself
1: but your dogs like when's the last time you took a fecal in?
0: I don't know the last time
1: because when we were talking about this prior I was like have I ever ran a fecal because in my head not that I have all these great questions like Dr. Cowan and, and all the background knowledge in that it's poop it's full of bacteria <laughs> Like, why are we looking at poop for bacteria? Like, of course it's there. Right. Now, does your dog currently have an imbalance going on? Probably, maybe, who knows? But, you know, treating it then with an antibiotic without, like you just described, any further knowledge? Like, are you gonna make things worse, better? Are you gonna get a rebound later? I mean, let's talk about rebound effects of pharmaceuticals. I mean, once you kill something off, does it come back with a vengeance? Does something else take over? And now you have caused another problem or do you just, you kill that off so many months later, it rebounds to a greater extent. You do it again and you do it again. And then you're in a vicious cycle. Um, But I could not tell you the last time I ever had any poop examined by my veterinarian. I just, it never made any, Per se, sense to me,
0: right? And again, we ask for those studies over and over and Mm -hmm. over again. Why? It's really pretty simple, Doctor Andy. Why would we not have those type of studies unless we don't really want the answer? It 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 doesn't make well. We
1: don't want the answer because most likely it's not monetizable. Is that a word?
0: Yep. It is today on Monday.
1: (laughs) Okay, good. Monetizable Monday. If they're not, if they don't want the answer, because they can't make money off of it. No one's going to go looking.
0: Well, and it's super easy. And I see this all the time where, oh, my dog has this, or my dog has that. Here's an antibiotic. And my question to my pet parents constantly are what was the load what was the strain and what's the benchmark what what is the benchmark that says this mm-hmm. particular strain causes this particular problem mm-hmm. and then then the other thing that we talked about was antibiotics do you know that the that the meaning of antibiotic is anti life well
1: I guess I'd never thought about it, but yes, I would imagine that's what those two words mean when you put them
0: together, yeah, biology, biotic life anti life so what Dr. Cowan said was, all right, if we're going to do an antibiotic, let's say that something is has proliferated and that there is a quote unquote overgrowth, right, which is um. Objective, subjective to whomever is reading the panel. Um, But he said, the truth is you should only take it until you feel better. And if you feel better immediately, stop. Mm -hmm. Right? If that's one pill, two pill. And, and, And he was saying that he very seldom, you know, prescribed those. But he said that's the only time that I would. And that's the way that I would do it. And so there's a lot of times where let's say, you know, you've got a UTI and dang it. I wish I could remember what he was talking about on the UTIs, but he's like, look, you, you're you totally changing the uh, balance in the body when you do an antibiotic, especially for a UTI. And I get that. Like, you know, we're like, that hurts. Yeah, right. And we want to. We want to. But when I have taken antibiotics for UTI, I'm telling you, I've only taken a couple, just like what he said, and then I stop. And there's this theory out there that says, oh, if you don't take it all, you're not going to kill off everything, right? You're not going. You're just going to have this. Every all this bacteria is going to rush back in. Now, (laughs) do we know that to be a fact?
1: It's probably just the lie we perpetrate. I don't know if I need proof.
0: I think that we need to start getting on the proof train. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, so so. Th- this is another interesting thing that, that he was talking about. Somebody wants to debate him and he's fine with debating, but it's a doctor who is debating this antibiotic bacteria uh, fact or thought and dr cowan so what this is what happened with this doctor he somehow got a christmas ornament i don't know whether he kneeled down on it or whatever happened but a christmas ornament went into his knee a type of christmas ornament Mm -hmm. and the knee supposedly got infected with bacteria and he says Mm -hmm. then i took antibiotics and um now i'm fine so he's saying mm-hmm. you know he wants to prove this point point. positive effect right yes. and dr cowan said well here's the thing How, you know when when a sharp object like glass or anything goes into the body it is rupturing ligament you know um skin muscle t- all different things there is some mm-hmm and bacteria comes in to eat the dead and dying ruptured stuff right that that's its that's its job so anyway he he he, he wants to have this debate but he wants this doctor he's like look you're going to have to prove that and if you mm-hmm. can't prove it i'm still going to stay in in my camp so it's it's just very interesting the way that he thinks and there there's a lot of things that I like to run by him every every week because it's it, you know I hear so many things that I think are nonsensical but
1: right and yes that doctor may have taken the antibiotics but would have it had healed on its own without them well that's
0: what he was saying he's saying you don't look, it, yeah he, it's
1: not proof that you took this and it got better it could have just gotten better
0: yeah and so Dr. Cowan's point is if you stop that mechanism which is designed in the body to take out the trash Mm -hmm. right and the body's always going to try to push things out like if if a dog gets a foxtail like we've talked about before or something in their paw he's like you know the body is designed to try to push it out in any way it can And that bacteria is there to clean out the stuff and to help it heal and return it back to its normal state. Mm -hmm. But if you continue to stop that, your body is going to be in worse shape and going to have more problems down the line. And I think we see that. Uh, But here was the interesting point he made. He said, We just don't let things go to their natural progression because we get afraid.
1: Bingo. That is, yes, bingo. That is probably the biggest thing that is, yes, absolutely. And I think I even wig out some of my clients with my own animals, how long I wait on stuff. I'm like, we're handling it. The body's got this you know, you know, take another day. Well, and Dr. Judy's like, Oh, you got diarrhea today. Let's see what tomorrow brings. Right. Like give it a day, right. give it two days. Don't right. need to rush in.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was, it. that was very interesting when he said, and, and what was funny is that I ran into uh, a friend yesterday and she said, Hey, let me run this by it. And, and in this conversation, he was talking about pumpkin his cat who got this huge abscess, right? Got a huge abscess in his ear and he didn't treat it. He was like, I'm going to, you know, let it naturally do what it does. And he said, if, if the body has an abscess, it will actually find a way to poke a hole in the skin or the eardrum or whatever, so that it drains out. The body will do that. And he said, so he said, look, I didn't know if the cat was going to end up dead or if the, you know, what was going to happen. but.'" exactly what he thought it drained on its own and now the cat is back to normal so I run into a friend yesterday and she said I've got my cat has got this giant abscess on the side of his face and she said but he's drinking he's uh, eating he's pooping just fine and she said we're gonna go to the vet and she's pretty holistic in nature and I said well And I told her about Dr. Cowan and I said, so you can go to the vet. If that'll make you feel better, they'll give you some options. And at that point you can say, hang on, uh, here's what the vet says. Here's the options that they have, but I'm going to maybe take a different path for a couple of days and see where we go.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, My female kitty during 2020, you know, the infamous year, um, my husband finally brought home COVID. So we were at home <laughs> sick and she had an anal abscess. I can't get her anywhere. I can't leave the house. I'm like, hmm, guess we're going to find out how this goes. Cause you know, and if it gotten really bad or whatever, I, of course I could call somebody and get her somewhere, but, um, I used some colloidal silver and we, ju- and it, 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 and blah, 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 it eventually ruptured. It drained clear it up. Never went in like most of my clients were like, Oh my God, you needed it. I'm like, mm, worked out just fine. She's never had another problem. She wasn't on systemic antibiotics for it. Um, I had one of my other clients who was a vet tech. I'm like, can you look at this after it was all healed? She's like, looks great. I'm like, cool. But by happen chance, I couldn't run out and do anything. Right.
0: And so nice. I,
1: I thought, yeah, I'm like, well, I thought, My animals always teach me so much. (laughs) Honestly, I'm like, all right, girlfriend. Oh, she was grumpy. She was mad. Like it did not feel good. No, but she was eating and peeing and pooping and it took
0: itself. Have you ever done the castor oil packs for anything? They say that that will draw stuff out.
1: I've done it on myself. Um, They also say it will... Um, break down soft tissue masses and bone spurs like castor oil is amazing um, that way. And I I do liver oil, castor packs on myself. It is the, and I don't see why you can't do it on animals. I've heard you can, but oh my gosh, it would be messy. Why? It, because the castor oil, if it gets on anything else, will just stain like the Dickens. So, and have like I have this one dog and mom brought it up. She's like, what about castor oil? Cause he's got some spurring in his shoulder. And I'm like, if you can figure out how to get a pack on the shoulder of a dog and keep it there <laughs> without having castor oil all over your furniture and your carpeting and everything, let me know. Cause I think that is probably your best option. Cause he's actually, it's actually inoperable according. They did an MRI and everything. Cause we could not figure out what's wrong with this dog. Um, And so I don't, I haven't seen him in a while. So I don't know what the verdict is on that, but I'm like, you can do it. That's, I would, if it was my dog, that's what I would be trying to figure out is how to keep it on because shoulders are hard to get wrapped
0: around on dogs. Right. So when you do, okay. Because in my head, I'm thinking that the castor oil is encompassed in some pack, but it's not your You pour it, you pour it on a
1: material, preferably like wool or a hundred percent organic cotton. And then you just rest it on. Mm. Mm. They have, um, for, for our liver, there's actually straps and you can actually strap it around your middle and sleep in it. Ideally you want to like sleep in it overnight. Um, and then you can heat pack it too, to get it in deeper. Um, so you know, how do you keep it on a dog that may be moving around all night? It, it, it,
0: you Shoot, know. how would I keep it on myself? I don't sleep well, well right now. So the idea is to get the castor oil in the body, yes, right? From? Yes, through the, the skin. Through the skin. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. And it's super thick oil and it super, it'll stain any, like you'll have oil stains on stuff.
0: Is it like the castor no. oil that goes in a car? <laughs> Isn't there so a certain name t- brand? <laughs> There's a name brand. <laughs> let's don't get those. I confused. don't know. We don't want to get those confused. No, you
1: want organic castor oil in a glass bottle, not castor oil, which is motor oil, I think is what we're talking about. I don't know. I don't
0: know that much about cars. Let, let's. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. Let's don't put castor oil Uh, car oil on our dogs no or on ourselves we don't want to do that no hey the last thing i want to talk about real quick uh and this was i saw this a time back but it's going to be the season for pumpkin okay pumpkin again and and i want to ask this from the fiber aspect. You know, everybody thinks we need fiber, fiber, mm-hmm. fiber. Dogs need fiber, fiber, fiber. What's your thought on that?
1: <laughs> I, I'm i not a big fan of pumpkin just for the sake of pumpkin. And I know a lot of our feeders just added in because they've heard somewhere that they should. Um, there's a lot of mixed research on the people side about the necessity of fiber. Um, it was Gosh, what was that doctor's name? That he decided everybody needed fiber, and everybody got on that bandwagon too. Um, I know fiber does not agree with me. Um, I don't do a lot of fiber. Uh, my animals don't do a lot of fiber. Uh, it's not to say occasionally they don't get a little pumpkin or a little squash or a little potato here and there, just to mix it up and keep the biome happy. But and there was one study on people. They split people into three groups. One had the recommended daily amount of fiber. Um, One had half the amount and one had one, and they all had GI symptoms to start with. And the ones that got no fiber, all their GI symptoms cleared up.
0: Uh Uh-oh. That was a
1: study they didn't want out there. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you any where to find it or anything, or even if you can find it anymore. But yeah, that's fascinating. And that's how it's worked for me. So as per the necessity of fiber. I don't buy that bandwagon. Now mixing it up and adding in some stuff. So you have some variety in the microbiome here and there. Absolutely. Like we're going into fall, we're going into pumpkin season, squash season. I'm definitely going to get a spaghetti squash because my senior Jack mix that gizmo, that is his absolute favorite thing in the world. He loves spaghetti squash. He knows when I'm cooking spaghetti squash. It's so bizarre. I don't even have any taste. I do too, but it's like, really? And so we'll do that. We'll have, we'll have some and I'll freeze some and we'll mix that in.
0: When we look at the raw diet versus a kibble diet, right? We absolutely have the studies that say high carbs, not good for people or pets, right? A lot of sugar, not good mm-hmm. for people or pets. Yes. Um, we do need water, so does it doesn't make sense to feed a dry food to dogs? It does not. We understand that the teeth are bad. There's a lot of things we know by just mm-hmm. observation, and then pulling that out of the diet and seeing. But you know, another thing that people love giving their dogs yogurt. Yogurt. Just, to, <laughs> I'm just like, okay. They do it for the probiotics. There's not enough in there, people, to do anything. I'm just so like, can we, please, we can get that. Yeah, we can get that better someplace else.
1: Especially if they're, you know, it should be plain yogurt, folks, because all the other ones have so much sugar in them that that's not a good idea. You know, and if I have a client where a senior dog doesn't want to eat very well, yeah, I'll say grab a little bit of yogurt, see if that gets them going, a little bit of cottage cheese to get, you know, at that point in the game, we're just getting them to eat. Yeah. But to give them yogurt just to give them yogurt or pumpkin just to give them pumpkin all the time, anything all the time is craziness in my head. Yeah. Craziness. You need to rotate, 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 rotate your protein, rotate, 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 rotate blast the body in pulses. You know, just pulse it in, pull it out, let the body recalibrate because the body is. I I've been saying this a lot, lady, is innately lazy. And if you supplement, the body will stop doing what it needs to do. So you need to pulse things in. You need to rotate things around um, and keep it on its toes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's just so many, like I was, I was talking to somebody the other day and they said um, this time of year that their German shepherds get very itchy, right? Yep.
1: I have a very itchy dog
0: right now too. Yeah. So when the weather starts changing, dogs are going to itch, Mm -hmm. but they said, here's what I do. I lather my dogs in coconut oil. They said it helps. And I I was like. Again, messy. Yeah. Again, they
1: probably lick it right off. And again, be careful because that it does have antibacterial properties that may mess up the biome, the skin biome. So just be aware and that's not to say i don't use a little bit here and there on stuff
0: right but but i'm like that's those- just you're soaking your dog in fat i guess it's okay it's a trans fat yeah. a medium trans fat but i'd never heard of that and i was like oh okay all right yeah maybe you know, it makes your body feel better maybe it's, it's just prob- soothing it probably, do- it probably does yeah right, mm-hmm. right. I don't know. There's, there's nothing, you know, uh, so there's so many different things that, that go on out there. We're not all the same. We all do it differently. Um, But I will say this, that the majority of times that, that there's a problem, it's because we're doing something too long, too often. Um, You know, I don't Mm -hmm. see the rotation a lot of times. Like I think it should happen. I get it that, um, Certain proteins are more expensive than others, right? Mm -hmm. But if we just do beef and chicken all the time, we're not going to get everything we need in the diet. Um, I do say to my pet parents, if you're going to go down that path, right, then you got to throw in some phytoplankton. Yes. You got to throw in the phytoplankton, which I love, or you got to put in some omega-3s or you got to do both uh, because- Eventually, I think your your dog's going to not want to eat anymore, number one. And number two, we're just not getting everything that we need out of those two. E- even if something says complete and balanced, which is a ridiculous term.
1: Oh, it's a ridiculous term. Yeah, it it's oh. not going to be. And it, it shouldn't be.
0: Because
1: right? that complete and balanced is... What somebody decided each vitamin should be, but maybe not what that dog's body requires. It's just, it's, 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 oh, it just drives me bonkers.
0: What is happening at your house? Can you hear
1: all that? I have no idea. My husband is home, so I'm sure he is causing problems.
0: Oh, of course. It is the males, Mm -hmm. right? Always. Mm -hmm. Always the males causing problems. Mm
1: -hmm. He knows I'm down here doing this too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. That's what I'm like, sometimes and I'm is doing he this- getting them
0: quiet. No, no. I'm like, babe, uh-huh. babe, can you like, st- I'm doing a podcast uh, as if I'm not doing it all the time and uh, the dogs are running around acting like crazy banshees, right? Can we stop them act in a fool? Could you yeah, mm-hmm. act in a fool? Well, listen, uh, we're going to talk a lot more next week about uh, mighty networks again. When we, when you have some time mm-hmm. to get yes. back on that. So we'll maybe have a new place for folks to come, but you're already doing that, right? You've also, are you, are you already? Uh,
1: we, we kind of pushed the pause button. I had uh, a little unexpected life experience to go through this past week. So um, the best place is to head over to animalmagiccare.com and get on the email list. Um, yeah. I attempt to get some content out every week, um, and that's where you're going to find out what all the new happenings is here at Animal Magic Care.
0: All the new happenings. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's very good. It's a very cute uh, new change that you've got going on. Uh, all of our podcasts are right there. Easy to find guys. Easy to find yes. on uh, Dr. Andy's site. But yeah. Head over to animalmagiccare.com dot where you can sign up for a consult with Dr. Andy. Uh, I always think it's a great idea that before you go into surgery, that maybe you have a consult with Dr. Andy to see if that is totally necessary. And I get it. Maybe she can't put her hands on the dog if she's zooming around the country. However, you've got eyes. Mm -hmm. You've got eyes. And those eyes have seen a lot.
1: they have seen a lot. And video covers a lot of that. So that's right. Video is a thousand words.
0: That's right. Mm -hmm. At least get a second opinion. That's your first step. Uh, in the right direction is a second opinion. Okay, guys. Get your dog on a species appropriate diet. You can do that real easy right here at rawdogfoodandco.com. Listen, the best way to get answers and the quickest is to go to the contact uh, page and hit that button that says, I'm overwhelmed. Fill that information out and uh, then we can get information back to you pretty darn quick. Okay. Go to com where your pet's health is our business. And what, Dr. Andy? Friends don't let friends feed kibble. That's right. We'll see you guys soon. <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye.
1: Oh, snap,
0: snap. <laughs>